0: Hey everyone, Catherine Jerez here. Pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I'm a professional psychic and I'm also a professional brow artist and Psychic Brows is the channel where I combine them both. Welcome back everyone to our Halloween special series week and thanks for everyone who joined us for yesterday's episode where we discussed Ouija boards versus angel boards and my Mel gave us a bunch of info with what he grew up with angel boards and some comparison and just some safety with that and today everyone welcome you get to watch an episode with us where we do a paranormal react video and we are watching paranormal witness and it's season four episode nine called the fireplace so we're going to get into that and do know that it is also on the podcast in the first few minutes i'm going to be honest um i don't have the best narration for some of the things you can't see on the podcast but few minutes into it we pick up on that and it'll be clear for you okay promise all right sit back get your popcorn do whatever you need to do and we'll give this a shot okay i just have to say i find these these stories the scariest because they're based on people's true accounts that's why they scare me so bad okay i agree (laughs) Of course, they picked the scariest ones.
1: In 1984, my dad passed and it was devastating. I loved him so much. I was just 21 years old. I had a daughter, Mandy, and I was pregnant with my son.
2: Linda took it the hardest. She was the baby of the family.
1: My boyfriend was a truck driver. Months at a time, I wouldn't see him. So I was on my own with Mandy, a lot. Dad left us a small inheritance. He wanted to make sure that we were taken care of and I felt like I needed to stand on my own two feet. So I started looking for a place to live, a place where I could raise my children. I seen this apartment building that was in a familiar neighborhood. It was gorgeous. This is the home for me and my babies. I remember it being there since I was a kid. It was comforting and it was perfect. The one thing that really caught my eye was a beautiful old fireplace. The only thing was it was boarded up. I thought maybe later on when I had a bit more money that I might be able to restore it. A few days later, I started fixing the back bedroom up, because that was going to be Mandy's room. Oh!
0: Is staring at yeah, it? Yeah, the kid's just staring at the fireplace. Like a cat staring at the corner. Yeah, exactly. Like what our cats doing.
3: Not at our fireplace. Oh. No. you find that in the fireplace?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure did.
3: Okay. Um,
1: one corner of the room was a closet. When I opened it up, I noticed that there's an object in there. (sighs) The object was round and it had shapes and designs. It was pretty, so I kept looking at it. It felt like it had a meaning. So I didn't want to just throw something away because I figured someone will come back for this. So I hung it back into the closet and I just didn't think about it again.
0: Objection
1: amulet?
0: I don't know. That's why I looked at my amulet because, well, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean we don't know if what they show, what they had shown us was the actual
0: No, object. I doubt it was. But,
3: but yeah.
4: That's it,
0: what it made me think of was well, why would somebody leave it?
4: Well,
3: so there are different um purposes for amulets or any type of objects. There's kinds like when you wear that necklace and then you're kind of protecting, you know, that which is connected to your body yeah but you can also have the types of amulets or objects that are meant to restrict or to keep boundaries on an entity within a physical location uh oh okay like what i do with like certain rocks and crystals remember like when we had our office
4: Mm, yeah and
3: i had the stones placed in specific areas yes those were boundaries yes So it could be that there was an object in there meant to tie an entity into that location to keep it from getting out. Mm -hmm. But it could also have been like what you wear for a prior individual
0: Mm -hmm. who was
3: there at one point, right? And maybe it was a protection thing.
0: Well, let's not forget, right before that, they showed the little girl pulling out some handmade doll, Mm -hmm. out of the boarded up fireplace Mm -hmm. and i mean it was like looked like burlap sack and, and and they make it look scary
3: yeah yeah and again we don't know how much of this editing is sensationalized or not but if we think about just kind of what we know what we've experienced come
0: across yeah i don't know stuff like people do things like that
3: okay so then just thinking about what i know what I've experienced and what I come <laughs> across. <laughs> you know, there are we just we don't have any history, we don't have any context. We don't know if it was somebody living there who practiced certain rituals. Maybe they were experienced. Maybe they weren't experienced and things just got away from them. Okay. Maybe that stuff's from a visitor. Like having, you know, like look when you get haunted and people will call in like the um priests or whoever. And it uh-huh. could be that those items were placed there by okay. well, someone trying to help.
0: Okay, okay. Well, let's hit play. I'm sure some of these questions will get answered. Mm-hmm.
1: After I got settled into my apartment, every morning I'm pulling my curtains over. And it's like there was no light beam. Nothing. And I thought, well, this is really strange. Oh, light can't travel. So I thought, well, okay, well, I'm just going to scrub them down and see if I can get them to shine a little bit.
3: That's important. What are
0: you talking about? Light can't travel.
3: She said she would turn on the lamps and it just, it wouldn't brighten up the room. Yeah. The light can't travel. It can't, usually when you turn on the light, like it. Goes through the whole room, but it's being limited.
0: Well, it's not even coming through the window. She's trying to scrub the windows.
3: Right, because she thinks that's where it's coming from. So let's see.
0: Okay.
1: But still no light. It was almost like some kind of shield that kept the sun from coming into the house. See what I'm saying?
0: Wait, so do it you was
1: think gloomy. That-
0: so do you think something someone trapped something there?
3: So far, the way they're presenting the story, yes, this would be something I would think of a, of a oh. binding spell.
0: Would they not think somebody else would live there eventually?
3: We don't know the circumstances.
0: Okay. We
3: don't even know if that I mean, we're I'm supposing, right? I'm mm-hmm. so we don't even know if we're right. It could
0: seem- God. It looks so much like my first house in there. Oh, does it? Yeah. I mean I had more <laughs> light. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: actually had light. but do you see all right you you have an episode where you talked about how light travels in this limitless way yeah right yeah yeah yeah. okay
0: oh but in here suddenly that isn't making right. sense Right. that's not happening Ugh, and so just dark and gloomy. And- yes. And
3: I realize that I think the natural instinct for a lot of folks is, oh, there's a dark entity in there, which clearly there is because. So well, the, the music
0: it, tells me there is. Right.
3: But what I'm <laughs> saying is there may be more to it than that. It yeah. may not be the entity itself. It may be that there's a, a binding spell on here,
0: And the binding may be an actual protection.
3: It may be an actual protection. Yeah. Like keeping it in a cage.
0: Okay. Aw okay. Well, I
3: mean seems like that would be a good thing.
0: It seems like if somebody did that they knew what they
3: were doing. (laughs) Seems like it, yeah.
0: Okay. Well things about to have a baby and so
1: As the evening started coming around, the atmosphere changed. It felt uneasy. There was a sense of, not fear, but something's not right. But I just put it down to settling in, new place, and maybe being a little lonely and I was always waiting to find out when Mandy's dad would be
0: in. Come on, here comes the stuff.
3: Our cat is adding sound effects,
4: (laughs) pushing things
3: around on the Mm -hmm. table behind us. Mm -hmm
0: can't scare me we have to be really careful I have to be really careful watching stuff like this because I get I have to make sure I shield because I get a little spooked and then I'm open and then then like real spooky things actually (laughs) come in (laughs) If this was like a made up movie, I wouldn't care. Like stuff like that doesn't scare me. But whenever it's something that people are recounting their actual experiences and I can feel that they're giving it authentically, they're replaying authentically to the best that they can recall. That's when it gets me. It makes me a little bit nervous. And our dog always gets nervous for me, too. We had to restart this a couple times because our dog, Honey Girl. Always is a good one. It reminded me to shield. And um, she won't be watching this because she knows. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. Here we go. I'm shielded. I'm shielded. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel went to bed thinking they were in
1: heaven. So at night, Mandy always looked forward to her bedtime stories. But the old woman had only pretended to be friendly. <laughs> I'll clean that up later. I'm hearing this really heavy breathing, and it's
2: right by me. Mm-hmm. I only pretended to be friendly. She was a wicked witch who was lying in waiting for
1: children. So we're sitting there, and I'm reading to her. Well, Those
0: episodes can be She's about
1: right. So let me get this straight.
0: This is their first
1: night in the home.
0: Or new
3: in the home. They're already feeling creepy
0: well what do you do you don't have and any... they're gonna
3: tell like ghost stories to the kids
0: no those are fairy tales i mean they're fairy tales are creepy but that's a fairy tale
3: about kids getting eaten oh well,
0: don't blame me <laughs> <laughs> like what is that grim or something blame them
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i would have chosen a different story
0: i always always feel so bad for people in these positions too because they get stuck oh I, we haven't gotten to yet i was gonna be terrible And they get stuck in it and they don't have the money to get out of it. Yeah. And they don't know, have the resources for somebody to help them get out of it. Yeah. I always feel so bad for them. Yeah.
3: That is terrible.
0: It was like. home alone, pregnant with her little
2: one. The wicked witch thought, "Now I've got you." That
0: was okay. I'm gonna tell you why that creeps me out so much. Because whenever you say things like they crashed into the plane,
3: oh, I thought you were gonna say whenever I come up to you and breathe in your ear. No. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. When they cross into the plane. Yeah, yeah. What what about it?
0: You explain
5: it.
3: I don't know what part you're going to refer to. So
0: whenever you like something like you hear something growl or they're you
3: Yeah, that's an you. indicator that they're crossing planes. Yeah.
0: Right. And what do you mean by that?
3: Oh, it okay, so we're in this physical world, right? Right. So we have our bodies, everything we see, we observe, we hear. Mm-hmm. The reality that we're living in, that we're consciously aware of right now, this is, you know, the physical plane, this is Mm -hmm. our plane. When entities from other planes cross over, that is the point where you're actually able to observe them without going into, say, a dream state or a Mm -hmm. trance state. Right. Like you can observe them with your physical senses. Yeah. It means they're in your plank.
0: Right. It means they're here more. It means it it's means harder they're... to get shield them out. It means this is true. You can't you, it's like you I'm sorry, but it's kind of like you can't shield them at that. You're they're here. Well,
3: I mean, you can still shield them, but now you are more vulnerable to physical harm.
0: Uh-huh. That's that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know when you say, whenever you say that, when something happens and you're like, oh, they crossed the plane, <laughs> I feel like, "Yeah, oh, the burglar got through the front door. That's yeah. what I feel like.
3: Yeah, something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's not like 100% guaranteed that you'll be harmed.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But, I mean, it's not a good situation, right? Odds it's are like to get
0: being, them out.
3: Odds are against you being safe,
0: okay. right? All right, all okay. right
1: right at my left ear. Honey, you know what? Um, it's getting late. Let's take this into your room, okay? Okay. I'll meet you there.
3: Code for I am freaking scared. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I started wondering, what was that? I couldn't get over the breathing. I kept hearing. I got to thinking, I'm just tired, I'm stressed, I just Try to forget about it. It didn't happen.
0: Try to move forward.
1: We haven't been in the apartment long when my cousin Jeannie ended up coming over to see me. (laughs) It's pretty dark in here, honey.
6: I joked with her, I said, you need to wash your windows. She (laughs) gave me her Linda look. Mm. I was in the kitchen talking to her, and she was doing laundry. How are
1: you feeling anyway? Pregnant. I noticed Mandy nodding her head as if she's having a conversation. And she's answering back to whoever may be talking to her.
0: What is Mandy doing?
6: She was looking the same place all the time and it was always up, like it was somebody bigger than her. Oh, no. She's just
1: playing. Well, I took it as a child's imagination. Isn't it strange, though? It's like she's talking to an adult. It's her. This reminds me of,
3: and I don't know, should we share this story or should we save it? Okay, in the park.
0: Oh, no, share it.
3: Oh, God. So there's this park. We we don't go there as much anymore, just more because of time constraints. But there is this... um park we used to go to we'd take the dogs you know they'd go off leash very foresty you know wide open spaces Mm -hmm. and one night one evening we were there and it was as it was dusk so it's getting into the actual nighttime and we were the only ones in the park Mm -hmm. and we were actually getting ready to leave but slowly right like okay we're making our way towards the exit
0: Mm-hmm. and it's a fenced in it's a big area but it's a fenced in park and there's only one in and out area so you can like we were the only car there and no other vehicles came and it was night so like you no headlights and stuff or other people coming in so anyhow yeah
3: so we were kind of going our making our way through one of the open fields towards the exit and the pups are doing pup things and they're coming with us but they're also kind of running around okinawa our little husky mix he was i don't know how far behind us what he's 100, 100 feet or so behind us
0: oh i'd say a little bit further than that honey i i'd say he was yeah like i was gonna say 100 yards oh
3: oh was he that far behind us yeah so he was he was a ways behind us, but we but close enough we could clearly well, see. Well they had him.
4: blinky lights on.
3: Yeah, they had blinky lights on. So even yeah. though it was getting towards dusk. But this little field, the edges of it had vegetation, right? Mm-hmm. Like foresty type.
0: Oh yeah, yard is three feet. Yeah,
3: yard is three feet.
0: Oh no. Um, back to what you said then. Okay. So maybe about a <laughs> hundred feet or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, anyways, so he's behind us, the waves, right? And we turn around because we're calling for him to, you know, hurry it up, move it along, come on, we want to go home. And we see Okinawa. What happened first? Did he chase the invisible ball first? Yes.
0: So, okay, so you have to know fetch and balls are like Oki's favorite thing in the world. He just loves playing fetch and he loves balls. Okay. And so yeah, we look up and it's dark. It, yeah. And the blinky light, they have the red blinky collars on so you can see them and we're like, come on. And like, he always listens. And he wasn't, I was like, you know, we walk a little bit, usually to catch up or whatever, but no, nope, Oki was chasing. He looked like he was chasing something, but then he would come back. You go, Oh my God, you tell it.
3: I think it was probably a couple hundred feet, actually. Uh-huh. Now I okay,
0: anywho, it. yeah. He was
3: a couple hundred feet behind uh-huh. us. Now that I'm thinking of the distance. All right, so yeah, so we turn around, and he looks like he's playing with something, and he runs huh. like he's chasing a ball, mm-hmm. like he fetches a ball.
0: Yeah, and he does that thing where dogs are like, yeah, yeah, throw it, throw it. You yeah. know, like he was, like, excited, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you could see these movements going on. Right,
3: he looked like he was playing fetch, So he runs as if he's chasing the ball. He catches the ball. He brings it back to whoever threw it. And then you know how your dogs will like stand up on your chest. They'll get on their hind legs and they'll lean on you on your chest. Right. He does that.
0: But no one's there.
3: But no one is (laughs) there.
0: (laughs) And... We were like, we have to, we have to get him. We need to get him.
3: So then, yeah. So then we were like.
0: Come on. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was moving towards him, but I was like, oh, for the love of God, please come here. Don't make <laughs> me go all the way there. I'm like, it's the beginning of a horror movie.
5: Right, like,
3: right, right. That's it's amazing.
0: luring me into the woods.
3: <laughs> right. But see, he wasn't actually in the woods. He was right probably. right on the edge. Yeah, he was probably six. You know, ten feet Mm -hmm. away from where the woodsy part started. Mm -hmm. So he was clearly in the field portion. That's how we Mm -hmm. were able to see this and know that there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. But it looked like, yeah, like if he was playing fetch with someone. If you were watching a movie Mm -hmm. and they did the special effects where they made somebody disappear, right? Mm -hmm. Like not be in the in the scene or whatever. Oh green screen. Yeah, like green screen. Yeah. Yeah so okinawa wasn't just like standing up on his hind legs he was leaning on something Mm -hmm. something was supporting Mm -hmm. his weight
0: yeah yeah throw the ball throw the ball yeah yeah yeah." we're like oh my god get over here now
3: (laughs) yeah and then we booked it out there Uh uh-huh so that's what this reminds me of the whole like talking
6: this reminds me of okinawa talking to somebody we don't know
2: Mm -hmm. imaginary playmate
6: and i said (laughs) linda I've got five kids.
1: None of them have ever
6: done that. Well, lucky well. you. She's fine. <laughs> she
0: sounds gentle. My sister. <laughs> Here you go. Oh! It was like
1: the fetch. It was like the fetch. <laughs> because I have Mandy in bed in my room, when I would have company, I pulled my bedroom door partway shut. So I turn around, and my bedroom door is pushed completely shut. I go over, and I turn the knob, and I can't get in my bedroom.
0: She said I had the bedroom door shut because I had company.
1: It's because her bedroom was a mess. (laughs) I know that trick. (laughs) So I'm pushing on the door. I was really concerned that an intruder... I've gotten into my home. Open up. Mommy, Mommy!
5: Mandy? Mommy! Mandy? Look at that.
0: She alone with her daughter in a new apartment. Mandy. And she's trying to out. Now something has got her daughter trapped in here. Mandy. Danger. Mandy. Why are you shouting?
1: I'm throwing my whole body against this door, trying to get into my bedroom. What's the matter?
0: God.
1: Oh, my God. Honey, Uh, how did this get here? There's a bed. The bed had been lodged up against the door. Is someone in here? I don't know. For someone to move.
3: Yeah, for those in the podcast, the daughter was actually in the bedroom that the mom was trying to get into. And apparently, so the daughter had her bed, but then the mom's bed apparently was pushed up against the door. And that's why the mom couldn't get in.
1: Something like that had to take a lot of strength. (sighs) She couldn't understand why I was so upset and why I was yelling her name
3: yeah for those of you who are just listening to this the way they're depicting it in the video it doesn't look like the kid would have been able to move that bed
1: i had a little girl to think about i could feel something wasn't right i was really scared
0: pause on that for a moment because it's so easy in a tv show to just keep watching it and be like okay then what right that's a really big deal
4: yeah that's a huge deal
1: like huge so the next morning i get up i'm getting a cup of coffee i'm standing at the window and i'm hearing this crack crack and it startled me a little bit. And I turn around and I start hearing this oh my creaking. God.
0: I would just be begging it was a raccoon.
3: So it looks like that fireplace that was boarded up. It's looking like something is behind it. Like they're making, you know, they're making it look like something's moving behind the boards or something. And the sounds are coming from behind the boards
1: I realize that it is coming from the fireplace. I hear this loud pop. I walk over and try to peek in there. But when I did, it stopped. So I just kind of. Let that go. I hear well, Might have been a breeze.
3: Animal. I yeah. mm-hmm. was that? Mean?
1: Or maybe a bird fell down there.
2: You're not hearing what I'm
1: saying. So a couple of days later, my phone rings, and it's my boyfriend, and I start telling him what's going on. He's thinking that I got baby blues. He's trying to tell me that. It's just my imagination. It was very frustrating because this wasn't my imagination. Bye. And it wasn't my hormones.
0: say thank you because you always believe me and i want to (laughs) say
3: yo folks do not blame it on the hormones
0: it's ridiculous all
3: right we said our piece
0: well like somebody's home alone like come on well back to the amulet the amulet that was hanging in the closet see what's going on with that
1: I thought it was just time to start getting Mandy used to sleeping in her new bedroom in the back so I would have more space for the baby in my room. (laughs) All of her toys are set up. It was so cute.
2: Mandy! Come on,
1: honey. What do you think you're in? I love it.
2: Thank you. Yeah? Here, help, Mommy. There
1: you go. Mommy worked very hard. There you go. I figure, well, the doors are open. If she needs me, I can hear her. Around midnight, I'm laying in my bed. All of a sudden, I hear this horrible scream. The scream was just blood curling. I ran so fast, like her life depended on it. It was just violently shaking. It was just banging so hard. Mandy Mandy is hanging on and she's screaming. I grabbed her so fast. All I kept thinking was, how am I going to protect my babies?
5: On the couch, honey.
3: On the couch. Yeah, just for... Those of you on the podcast, if that was difficult to understand what was going on, the um, kid's bed was shaking, like with, like the uh, mechanical bolts is how they were depicting it. So the, the bed was like bouncing up and down. The kid was on top of it screaming.
1: Are you okay? So I'm sitting there and I'm holding Mandy and I start hearing this sound.
2: You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's the fireplace.
2: What is that, Mommy? I don't know. Stay there. Hey.
1: The wood is popping, and it's pushing outward. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Whatever's in there is coming out. My heart was pounding so hard. I thought it was going to pound out my chest. It's terrified. There's something trying to get into my house.
3: Be careful, mommy. Something already in your house.
0: Great, fireplace boarded up, but something's inside trying to get
1: out. I could see a shadow of a shape pushing and scratching. And it wasn't no bird, it wasn't a
2: giraffe. Word.
1: <laughs> this was something trying to come through that fireplace. Mandy, and we went back into the bedroom. Go. Go. And at this point, I knew that something paranormal was going on in my house. But I had that little tiny seed of doubt that maybe it was me. Maybe I was going a little crazy. I kept Mandy close to me, and I couldn't sleep. All I could do was pray for morning. Everything right now was revolving around keeping me and D as safe as I could. And then my other big concern was the baby coming. And I know I had my dad. My boyfriend was driving a truck cross country. It was late at night and there was no one I could call and say, <laughs>
0: Please go get me. I swear they always pick people who are in the most desperate situations. I know they don't always, but my gosh, it's like just another like book.
3: You mean the people who make the shows, or
0: no? I mean the ick.
3: No, 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 no. I'm gonna disagree with you there. It's just so the shows will pick the most desperate stories because it sells, gets mm-hmm. viewers. But also, you have to realize. You know, if you have, say, really wealthy people, well, they would just move, potentially.
0: Oh, you're right. They have more options. Yeah, they have more options. Mm -hmm.
3: Or it can be just chalked up to mental health. And then they get... Medicated. Medicated. Right.
0: So... Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. (sighs) Oh.
1: I got up the next morning, I walked back into Mandy's bedroom. Everything was calm. I pulled the door shut, and I never went back into that room. Oh, never? I didn't want to stay there, but I invested everything I had in the apartment. Homes. Whatever was here, I was really hoping it would just go away. This was supposed to be our home. I decided to call my sister Audrey and ask her if she can come over. Mandy was asleep. Hey, what's going on? just a fireplace. Oh, this is a different system. Uh
2: Then all of a sudden, there was a slow breathing sound right next to my ear. And I got scared and I jumped up. Audrey? I was trying to get it away from me, I was hitting at it. Are you okay? Audrey's standing
1: there, and she's trying to swat this thing away from her. She's pushing it and fighting it, trying to swing it away. Oh, no. Yo, something raised my arm up, just like this.
0: something
1: me. Audrey. Pull harder. Audrey. Okay,
3: for those of you on the podcast, what? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay, for those of you on the podcast, what they're depicting right now is the, um, the homeowner has just been pulled... Up off of the couch by her arm, so not lifted into the air. She's not levitating, but it's like somebody came and they're grabbed like
0: her. And t- tug of war. Like something's grabbing her at one arm, and her sister's trying to pull her back with the other arm.
2: Yeah, something had a hold of her arm, and she's trying to help me. It was like a tug of war, trying to get her away from this. It finally released me. She fell backwards and landed on the couch. We just hung on to each other. We just couldn't believe what just happened. It was beyond my wildest imagination. She was breathing hard and her being pregnant. The baby's coming. Oh, God. I told Len, I said, we need to get out of here. Here we
0: go. Oh, gosh, they have to come
1: back to it now. What a baby! Aaron is born, and he was beautiful. We went back home.
0: Yeah.
6: After she had the baby, she seemed almost like her old self again.
3: The judgmental sister talking again. Yeah?
0: actually the cousin, I just realized
1: that. Oh, that's not a sister. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I get him home, and nothing happens. It was. Very peaceful. It was calm. Sure, you're gonna be okay? Yeah. Gotta make a go at this. I felt like I turned a corner.
3: That's interesting. Good. Interesting. Few spooky things.
0: All right, so the, not the baby, but the little girl sleeping with that doll she, that burlap oh, doll yeah. she pulled out of the fireplace.
3: Good catch, I missed that detail.
0: Mm-hmm. Now the fireplace. Then
1: all of a sudden, the popping and the scratching from the fireplace gets so much worse. Stop. It's like something is trying to fight to get into the apartment. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. It was late, but I called my cousin Jeannie.
6: Hello. Jeannie. Linda. What's
2: wrong, sweetie? Jeannie, whatever's here, it won't go away. I'm not kidding. Please, can you get here? Just come. Hello?
0: I'm coming right over, Linda. Linda.
6: Jeannie. What she sounded really anxious stressed i need you here now and i told her i'd be right over i've got to go over to i guess
3: me if i thought it was a paranormal thing i would probably just go yeah but the cousin doesn't believe paranormal things are happening i don't think Okay. So it would make sense to call 911. But I mean, I don't know. You know, maybe she doesn't think the person's really, you know, the cousin's really in danger and is maybe right. just stressed out. So, you know, she's going to, she knows it's urgent, but she just does, uh-huh. doesn't think it's a 911 emergency, right?
0: I hope they let her stay
3: with us. I will say this sometimes, so the cousin doesn't strike me the way they're telling the story. The cousin doesn't strike me as somebody who really would believe in this kind of paranormal stuff. And sometimes that's a really actually a good, a good support. That would actually be a good person to call because people who have that level of skepticism also have a natural shielding ability. And it's possible Ah. that by calling in that type of a person, depending on, again, depending on the strength of their belief system, depending on the strength of their conviction, it is possible that they can add a protective element to the situation.
0: All right, well, let's see what happens.
6: As soon as I walked in the door,
0: I mean,
6: she goes, on? this place is haunted. She didn't tell stories. Come on now. There's
2: something in the fireplace.
6: She had a lot to deal with. Come on, let's settle down a little, okay? She was by herself, basically raising them. I wanted to be there for as much as I could. Yeah. You got a screwdriver? I thought maybe, you know, birds <laughs> might have got down in there, flopping around. This is questionable. Yeah, but she thinks there's an animal in the fireplace. The
0: cousin does.
6: I started taking the screws out. Maybe. Whoever put the board there wanted to make sure out. it stayed up. I just got this really bad feeling that I shouldn't take the board off. Oh. And I started putting the screws back in. Oh.
3: All right, here's the problem now. I talked about strength of conviction.
0: She lost it.
3: (laughs) Once she starts thinking it's a possibility, Uh she may not be equipped to offer that shielding.
0: Okay, well, put it back. can't do it fast enough.
6: <laughs> and I just told her, I said, Linda, I don't, I don't think, think this, this is, is meant to come down.
1: Every time I take out a screw, I get a worse feeling, like this is something I'm not supposed to do. I'm
6: not going to take it off. The feeling that came over me, it was a feeling of dread. And then I heard the voice. Oh, my God, it's like
3: an EVP
0: thing. He heard a terrifying voice telling her to get Linda's kids out of, the point, out of the apartment. So the cousin heard the voice telling her to get the kids out of the apartment.
3: Okay, so what we have here is more confirmation that this is very likely some sort of a binding spell on the apartment. That object that they talked about, they brought attention to Mm -hmm. in the beginning, could be what is holding the binding spell together.
0: Okay. But, okay, but you just leave it. Like, how do you think that somebody's not going to come and, like, move it.
3: Well, like I said, we don't have full context. Oh, maybe
0: they passed away or something. Maybe
3: they passed away. And again, I'm speculating.
0: And then it just it got rented out to someone.
3: Yeah. And I could be completely wrong, but the way the pieces are fitting be. together, this is what I would speculate.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go.
6: I knew the kids. Oh no. wait. You guys need to get out of this apartment. You
2: oh, okay. Move. I'm trapped
6: here. And she started crying. Please go. She on. said the kids weren't safe there. In that apartment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here. It was devastating. Come, on,
6: please come I on. suggested she come with me, and she said she couldn't.
1: Your place is full without us being there. I couldn't pile in on my family. You know, they, they still had their life. So I was stuck in a place where I couldn't keep my baby.
3: I'll stay. I want to point something out really important here. So we have an instinct to survive. And she is in an environment where clearly the, her life and especially the lives of her children are being threatened. She is being given an option towards safety, yet she is not taking it. Do you know what that means? Potentially.
4: What? What? I don't know what you're saying.
3: Whatever the entity that's, you know, trapped in that space, that's bound to that space.
0: Is it making her feel that way? Like she can't impose on them, so she has to stay. Like that's more important. Her manners are more important than her life. It is her kid's
3: life. It yes, it is influencing her thoughts. Yes. Take them with
6: you. Get me a she gathered up stuff, threw it in the bag real quick, and I walked out of the apartment.
0: So the cousin.
6: I said, I'll is bring him back tomorrow. Pain. Daylight. And I said, okay, just be careful.
0: And the little girl. I love you. But the mom. I felt
6: is- so bad leaving Linda there.
0: So the mom is going to stay in the apartment, but she sent her kids with her cousin.
3: So the entity has clearly has a home. I had to make
1: it work.
0: Yeah, it was
1: my home. Supposed to be my home.
0: So, so remember earlier, she heard the breathing around her before when she was by mom. herself.
3: Yep, the mom had heard the breathing before, yeah. Yep.
0: And then after that, the mom heard the breathing when her sister was over. And that's when the sister was like batting at the, well, the air. The
3: sister heard the breathing.
0: Yeah, the sister heard the breathing. Yeah. Yep. And then after that, the mom started getting pulled by something and the sister yep. was pulling her back. But yep. now, the cousin heard it, but then heard the voice say, Get out. So, is
3: heard a different voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, is the breathing, are you trying to ask, is the breathing the same as the voice? Yeah. Good question.
4: I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Okay.
3: So, right now, they're just showing the mom alone in the apartment. About to get into bed.
0: And yeah, I'm sure she's going to sleep super well. <laughs> 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 Making some coffee. <laughs> Lights on.
1: <laughs> I crawled in bed. I turned the light off and I laid back. Knew something wasn't right. Something was on top of me.
0: I, I have had this happen.
3: So it looks like she's being suffocated.
0: Mm
1: hmm. suffocating me. All I could do was pray. Whatever this was released me. It let me up. I was so frightened that I didn't have any idea what it was. Maybe this is all a bad dream. I started wondering if it was all in my mind. I was lost on what direction to go. I didn't know what to do or who to go to. I couldn't leave the kids with my family because my first instinct was my children should be with me. Oh, gosh. So she's bringing the kids back to the home.
0: That is not clear thinking. Her head was cloudy. Yeah. And she, they had it, so she couldn't think straight. Yeah.
1: My boyfriend was still away on a long job and still wouldn't be back for weeks. And I wonder if I'm ever going to wake up from this nightmare. I was beginning to get angry at the kid's father oh. for not putting more effort into taking us
0: out of the situation. Started getting... Okay, so we've dealt with that kind of stuff here.
3: Yeah, so this happens.
0: With usually me.
3: Sometimes you'll get an entity, and what they do is they try to create a rift between you and your partner. Mm-hmm. for you and a family member whoever it is mm-hmm. you're closely bonded to for support and stability mm-hmm.
0: so if you listen to the episode where i talk about um energy hitchhikers and not taking them home um i i said in that episode like sometimes i'll come and i'll be like what did you bring home with you and i'll be like nothing what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about whatever and then it, it's so it's very weird when you have something trying to attach on you because I consciously know it and I can actually feel it, but yet I still will like, yeah, it's that like, it controls you a little bit. It has that like where you fight a little bit and they'll be like, and I'll say things. They're not even how I would normally say them or they wouldn't even make sense As like a a kind of an accusatory thing at Mel, like, oh, you're just trying to control me or something, which is like as far away from the truth as could ever be possible. And just things that just are not... The way I think, or they that come your, out,
3: they look for your insecurities, mm-hmm. your vulnerabilities, and they, they amplify.
0: Yes, and then Mel would be like, "Okay, I just want you to listen to what you're saying. This <laughs> doesn't really sound like you." And I'd be like, "Everything's not a demon, Mel." And I was like, "Okay, every time you say that, it is though." <laughs> <laughs> and and it's so weird to be honest because I'm. I have to say I'm very proud of myself now because even though I might get a little bit of a hook on me sometimes, I'm at a level now where I at least can recognize it. Cause I will be come home and I'll ask for help. I'll be like, you know what? I can feel something is attaching a little bit. I can tell it wants to. I can tell it wants me to be get irritable about something. And so help me, help me detach from it. And honestly, before you even like say those things, Mel's already picked up on it and will be like. Got something hovering on your <laughs> shoulder there, you know. And so I have to say, I'm proud that I've gotten to a point where, um, if it does hook a little, I've at least recognized it and I can ch- talk through it. Whereas, let's say three years ago, I would be like, I would fight that, like acknowledging of it, and then it, yes, and it's weird because then once it was out of the, like cleared out and gone after whatever trouble it caused is very obvious to me like that wasn't me it didn't feel like me and but in the moment you even know it but yet it still got this weird cling on you i don't know if i'm explaining that well
3: uh, i i mean i think you're doing a great job i am sure there are people listening to this or watching this that they probably know exactly what you're talking about.
0: So I have to say, I'm quite proud of myself. And I've gotten to a point that when it hooks on me, when something I pick up, I mean, it's not just like, you can pick up stuff anywhere. I'll walk down the sidewalk, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not, you know, if you're open or whatever, you know, close off or something, you kind of jump on or latch on. And I always find it happens, honestly, when I'm, Anything where my immune system's down, when I'm tired, when I've had a hard day, when I'm not feeling well, and then my shield just kind of start to crumble a little bit. And I swear they see, it's like, they see me with like a light on. They just see me. I'm like, they're like, Mark right there, (laughs) target. And, um, and when I'm not feeling my best, they have an easier time getting on. And I just, I am so proud though at least now if it does happen i'm more i'm more better at preventing it but if it does happen i have been able to stop at about 10 percent in yeah and fight it off but i gotta tell you sometimes it's really hard
3: well i'm gonna say that's a testament though to the effort that you put into developing that type of a skill and awareness right mm-hmm. and folks you gotta understand even if you are really practiced and really adept at this type of shielding and awareness it doesn't make you a hundred percent bulletproof so you've done a really great job
0: thanks Yeah, i yeah because i appreciate you saying that because i think sometimes people might judge on that and be like well just don't let it happen or just right and i mean I don't know. I do my best. <laughs> well, yeah, we all do our best. And, and that type I, of judgment, you don't know. You
3: don't know.
0: I also have to say, a lot of people are dealing with stuff like that, but they just don't know it. They think they're just having right. a, sh- a bad day. Yeah, don't swear. I know. I myself. <laughs> See, I'm so would, proud of myself for have that to, too. We'd have to, look,
3: we'd have to look at that, that improvement. <laughs>
0: oh, I haven't. But I think people think they're just having a really bad day yeah. or really bad luck. Yeah. Or Which, like, I mean, they are. Yeah. But, but not they,
3: for the reasons they think.
0: Yeah. They don't, they, yeah. They just think it's just like luck of the draw. And that's yeah. what's happening. But I will at times see what's attached to them myself or feel what's attached to myself. Cause a lot of times I'm like, like no, don't come on me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah. So it's not just like it happens just to me, but um, I think it happens to, to a lot of people. That's a lot of times when people are sick or yeah. you know stuff like that and they just aren't necessarily even aware at all that the, this is part of like what's happening to them so back to the back to the story I'm sorry I haven't been
1: around before I invited Becky to come over for dinner I
7: met Linda when um, I was probably about 16, 17 okay so we were really friend. good friends
1: I was just happy that I wouldn't be alone I, be. I felt like I was just going to be safer with my friends there. I think it started with the fireplace. And there's whispering.
7: There's something in here. She insisted there's something wrong.
1: And there's constant. <gasps> well, oh. we heard We're this crash.
7: Yeah, I'll help her. was opening cabinets and taking dishes out and just throwing them.
1: Dishes are starting to fly off the counter.
7: like somebody invisible came in there and was just raging mad. It's like telling us to get out.
3: So this is like straight up poltergeist activity now.
0: Yeah, but that's why I'm like, what? I don't know poltergeist activity. Isn't that like your own?
3: Yeah, so poltergeist activity is actually are your own energy. I'm saying polter—I'm not saying this is okay. the mom's energy or anybody there, but the type of activity is what people would normally associate with poltergeist activity.
0: All I know is I'm going to stress out if we don't start getting some solutions in place here soon. <laughs> like legit. I-
3: Yeah, so far, they've just been witnessing, observing, and being scared.
0: Right.
1: The bedroom door was shaking.
0: Aaron, stay here. There's something in there with my baby The baby's in the room... And the door oh. is shaking on it, and she can't get into the baby room.
3: Okay, so let's point this out. This is what happened with the daughter, the older kid, you know, before the baby was born. In that room. And the older kid was in that bedroom by herself, Yeah, got locked in.
0: Couldn't get in. And the voice told her friend, get those kids out of here. Yep. Her cousin. Hey, Aaron,
7: the baby was in there. I just started honoring that there was something on the other side of the door.
1: Oh,
5: God. oh
0: my God. Oh, my God. This is so so, so wrong. Okay, now, we're going to see what happened when they opened the door. Oh, my God. Something oh, people locked in out of the key. Oh, And I flipped the light on. So oh, the baby's in the crib, and there's and like blood dripped around him. There's a circle of blood around the baby laying in the crib.
7: What? what is it? That's not okay. It was I... like almost somebody stood over him, maybe with an eyedropper or something. Just perfect spots. I don't know this
0: blood comes from.
7: I don't know. There's no cuts. This one we did start thinking maybe a ritual. My God, they
1: was gonna take the baby. I'm checking everything, trying to figure out where this came from. I stripped him down. There was no marks, no cuts. it. No reason for the blood. Well, there's no
6: reason.
0: Sense. Out of there.
2: I felt helpless.
0: <laughs> I didn't know what
1: to do.
7: So remember, the children have, have to be protected.
2: We're going to call the church. We're going to have a preacher exercise this house. Yeah,
3: they got to do something because it has a hold on the mom. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
3: affecting the mom's clarity.
7: In the name of the father.
1: The priest began to read from the Bible and do his blessings. Amen. Amen. Amen.
7: Most glorious Prince of the Heavenly Armies, Saint Michael the Archangel.
1: You could start hearing the sound of muffling in the fireplace.
2: Powers. My heart stopped for a minute.
7: Against the rulers of this world of darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places.
3: You want to hear something? What? So whenever you do some type of an exorcism, regardless of whether it's like the Catholic style or some other culture, Mm -hmm. the individual performing the ritual must have 100% faith in their belief.
0: Okay, so it's funny you said it because I I was thinking about them. Like, I wonder, I don't think it matters if it's like specifically a priest or someone else, as long as whoever's doing it has full conviction, right?
3: 100% immovable faith and the reason is when you do an exorcism you remember we talked about so we talked a little bit earlier about the crossing of the planes that entity is at least in part within this plane mm-hmm. so when you're performing some sort of an exorcism ritual what you are essentially doing is allowing your energy your your field of your spirit or soul or whatever mm-hmm. you refer to it as you're confronting that other entity with it, right? Even though there are things happening on the physical plane, there are more things happening on the astral plane. Mm-hmm. And without a hundred percent faith in your ability to win this battle, uh-huh. remember, a lot of entities only need a fraction of a percent. Find one little hook of doubt. Uh to just blow it all up and then you're you're done for when you are approaching them on that astral it's especially dangerous because what you're essentially doing is you're also creating a bridge between the physical and the astral to do this when you're confronting them and you're existing in both planes you have to have a portal to do that Uh you see so If you are in doubt and that entity is able to overcome you, what you've done now is you've given them another portal, you
0: gave them a tunnel,
3: another opportunity to be even more into this physical plane. So, when you truly have an entity, when you truly have, especially a demonic entity, you cannot go. Well, I mean, I guess you can, I wouldn't suggest it. You, I would not suggest you just go to any random person who's like, "I'm just going to sage it away," mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because oh gosh, un, I mean, unless they have 100% conviction that that saging is going to work, and they're you know they have some special skills with it, right? There's that possibility, but a lot of people don't. And That's why oftentimes just saging your home doesn't work, or it doesn't work, you know, for more than whatever it is, few hours, few days, few months, right? So just a, you know, a little tidbit. Ugh, this stuff
5: is
1: so cute. It was like an invisible creature. And those who hate him flee before him. As
0: smoke is driven away, so are they driven. So the fireflies blew out. Yeah. And, like, they felt something come out.
3: So as they are depicting it, the priest, you know, all this stuff is going on around them, all of this chaos and destruction in the physical realm, but the priest is standing strong. So Mm -hmm. let's cross our fingers and hope that this is resolved.
1: Before the
2: fire it ran and it hit Audrey's leg. But you could hear whatever this was, it was going around the table and it was going fast.
5: All oh. powers, flee before him.
2: It ran up the chimney, it went. You could hear it hitting the inside of the wall. So that's like, all right. So I was on
3: um, the podcast yesterday telling a story about Ouija boards, and I had described an entity in uh-huh. my garage. So interestingly, this... Is this similar? Yeah, this, um, this episode is portraying a very similar kind of behavior from what this entity, you know, whatever this entity is doing as far as the speed and the circu- circling.
0: I guess I feel so bad for people like in these shows like this, they just moved into a house and they're just trying to live their life. Yeah. It's not even like they like did it. Yeah
2: After it went up the chimney, everything got really, really quiet. But you could feel there was a lightness in the air.
1: The sun was starting to shine through the windows. Okay, so those are good signs. We were
2: just ecstatic that this was over. It's That's not. Why. She was going to be safe and wouldn't be afraid to stay in that apartment with her two babies.
3: The light coming in, very, very good sign. They are still boarding up in a church.
0: Cross for good measure. It doesn't really help if you, you don't believe it, though. I bet she does after that, so, though.
3: She probably does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a Catholic priest, so she's yeah. putting up a Catholic cross.
0: Yes. Yeah. I want it to be done for them so bad.
3: See, they're doing some weird things with the camera. (laughs) Uh Making it shake.
0: Yep. It's making me feel very tense.
3: Making me a little dizzy.
2: I'll just get you some milk, honey.
0: Right now, it's nighttime. Yeah, they're just
3: panning to the fireplace and the cross.
0: And the cross gets knocked off the fireplace. Temporary. Uh Huh? Did not finish the job. It just hid long enough to think that they thought it was. My phone rings. Terrible. (laughs) It's
1: not always easy to remember. Hello. It's the priest, and he says, "You need to get the babies to get out of
3: that apartment." What? It's not gone. It's still there, Linda. The tag went And at that, point... okay, that might have been hard for you to hear if you're on the podcast. The priest called and basically told the mom, "Get the ba- get the kids out of there. It's not gone."
0: And then the lights start exploding. So let's see what goes on.
1: Point. I got sick to my stomach. Something was trying to break through the board from the inside, but the board is nailed shut. Whatever this thing was, it was back, and it was just all right. So
3: here's the issue. You remember what I talked about with the portal and letting it get deeper in? Uh mm-hmm. huh. So we're gonna see what what you know the next part of the story is, but. If they were allowed to come further into the physical plane, it means there's actually more ability to do harm. Things will get horrifying.
2: Mandy, honey, please, I need your help. Because we can't. We're going to tonight. tonight. Come on. Let's go.
0: I need help with your. Trying to pack the kid up.
3: Yes, I want to point that out. Finally, you know, she had resisted being like, Nope, we gotta stay, we gotta stay, we but gotta the stay. The priest
0: told her, so maybe by the priest saying it is why she really believed
3: uh, it. Well, the other option is huh. during the priest exorcism, he was able to provide enough clearing. Oh, that it cleared some part of her head. head. Yeah, yep,
0: got it. Your brother, Mandy. Ugh, Mandy's, I know it's on Mandy. No I just know I'm right
1: that weird, toddler. She says, Whatever she Who is that, mommy? Who's that, mommy? Who's who, honey? And she was quiet. Me? And I'm looking, I'm like, well, What are you looking at, baby? Honey. When she moved her head towards me. <gasps>
2: Ugh. We please, Mandy. Good. Mandy,
0: please. I need to. Linda your help. has been told the exorcism has failed. Honey. <laughs> oh God! And her daughter turns around, and her daughter is disastrous. She had this grin.
1: Mandy. And her eyes weren't her eyes. Mandy. They had turned black. Mummy. <gasps> it wasn't her. Mandy? Something took her. Come on. <laughs> and I just. Mommy. Oh. And it was Mandy again. She's looking at me and she's she doesn't understand.
3: She's fought her way back in.
1: Are you okay? How can I tell her that it wasn't her I was looking at? She was just a baby. I was clinging on and I just kept her right up on me. My heart starts racing. I've got to get my kids out of here. they're leaving. I was done with the apartment. It was over. My goodness.
0: Then, like, who had to live there next?
1: So a week or two later, I had a few things still left in my apartment, and I asked my cousin Jeannie if she would help me.
0: I'm sorry, unless it was a loved one of mine. I think at that point I'd be like, and it's staying there. (laughs) It was her cousin. No, no, she went back for things. I wouldn't go back for anything at that point unless it was like, family like people oh god the cat just scared the poo out of me (laughs) i I just can't but it's so easy to say because it's probably all they had right and it wasn't an option clearly it wasn't an option that she had to go back and get it but my gosh
3: well and so there were probably Eh. points in the day where they felt safer they probably did things to help them feel safer right Mm -hmm. so i'm sure they didn't go back at 9 p.m at night they probably went at one in the afternoon or something like that.
0: Right. Like, I'm sure they wouldn't watch this thing at 10 p.m. at night before bed. (laughs) (laughs) Could have planned this better.
3: (laughs) We did our best. Ready?
0: Okay.
6: I went back in the back bedroom. I opened the closet door to see if there's anything... Else in the closet. And there was this thing hanging there. <laughs> it was
0: really odd. God, mine is so hot right now.
3: <laughs> Protecting
0: Somebody,
3: me. <laughs> I was so I paused. The reason I paused just now mm-hmm. is because I need to just reinforce some to get Catherine a shield up. Mm-hmm. because there is actually something standing right behind us right now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It headed me on the head <laughs> like ran its hand mm-hmm. along the back of my head. And I, and for those of you on video, you might have seen the moment where I kind of felt the back of my head because it had just done that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then, yeah, so then Catherine is saying that their necklace is superheated. Mm-hmm. Supercharged. All right. So what it looks like is going to happen for the podcasters, the cousin, this is the, you know, we refer to her as a judgmental cousin. We're not meaning that. I was like, just being you know,
0: silly. I was just being silly.
3: It's just a descriptor. The judgmental mm-hmm. part, the skepticism, as I said earlier, could really be beneficial. So she's back in. She's helping the mom move out. But she finds the amulet in the closet.
6: I'm looking. i would never seen anything like it before. And I called Linda, and I asked her, Linda, does
0: this thing go too? (laughs)
6: What's
0: that?
1: Come here, sir. I said, when I moved in here, I seen it, but I figured it just belonged here.
6: I said, doesn't that look like a pentagram? And she goes, oh my god, yes. She's like, this really
1: looks like this is something evil. Something that a witch would work with.
3: Okay, so hold on. So what? If you couldn't hear because it was really soft, they they think they see a pentagram on the amulet, and so now they're saying like, oh, this is something evil. Mm -hmm. Pentagrams, and they're they're going to like, oh, this. Is this witchcraft, is it the witchcraft that's causing this?
0: Okay, so is it like the Ouija board? The Ouija board isn't evil.
3: The Ouija board isn't evil, right? And it very potentially, so we talked about the binding spells, the potential of this being a binding spell. Well...
0: I'm just going to be honest.
3: A witch would do a binding spell. So if a witch did that, a witch would actually be on the good guy's side.
0: Right. Or, I mean, like, could they have done a binding spell on a different witch?
3: They could have done a binding spell in a different way,
0: yeah. Yeah, that too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And at that moment,
1: I got the remembering that when I was a child, Uh-oh. there was an old woman who lived in this apartment. Come on, girl. The very same apartment that I'm living in right now. It suddenly made sense to me. People used to always make a comment. Don't go too close to her house. She's a witch, and she's mean. And it was very clear she did not like children. She was always looking out the windows, especially when she heard kids out there. I couldn't believe that I did not remember about this woman living in my apartment.
3: And everybody. So, what they're portraying on the video right now is this older woman living in the apartment back when this lady was a kid. Because remember, Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the show, the lady had said this apartment was in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And they're portraying this old woman basically looking out of one of the top floor windows at some kids playing outside. Mm -hmm. She's poking a needle into that burlap
0: doll that the
3: uh, daughter had found in the fireplace.
0: Yep. And she's also wearing the the pentagram amulet yep around her neck
3: yep and the the thing is set up to where they're making it look like this is a woman who is evil who has evil intentions etc you know the, the stereotype yeah and while that may be true it may also be true that again She's responsible for the protection.
0: I know. I'm so torn right now because I just don't understand which way. So I don't. We maybe, don't have enough info. Yeah.
3: We'll see. I mean. Yeah. Think about me. I, how many people think I'm.
0: Yeah. Evil. Think you're. Sha- you're yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Like straight up. They don't know me.
0: Right. But because you. Yeah. They. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Right. Everybody accusing her of being a witch. She may have been the one protecting them. I know, right? How could I forget that?
6: She yeah. kept shaking her head. How could I forget that? I was, well, Linda, it was a long time ago. You were what, six, seven years old? I said, let's get out of here now. And so we grabbed the other boxes from that room and we were gone, no time flat.
3: Looks like they're leaving me. Now it's bright and sunshiny,
0: and they're moving out.
1: I knew in my heart that I may never truly know what really was in that apartment.
0: I don't know if any of us will. After they left the apartment, Linda and her family never... I don't know if
1: it was the soul of this old woman tormenting me or if it was something that she may have conjured up. These are things I'll never know.
0: Or something that she was stopping from tormenting
3: you. Right? Yeah, so that was the end of the episode.
0: Benefit of doubt.
3: So, yeah, so the stories go to, of course, the evil, right? We think of witches as evil witchcraft devil work right right some people do yeah a lot yeah a it's lot portrayed
0: of, that a way. lot of
4: mainstream yeah kind of messaging right yeah.
3: but the fact of the matter is we don't know they could be absolutely right they could be on the right track
0: well they're just like people there's different personalities and there's different people of different motivations
3: it is not unheard of for Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the word for it. It's like having a, it's like having a ward. So like if you have got, let's say you've actually got a really bad entity that does manage to get bound to some physical location or to some object, mm-hmm. it is not unheard of to have a sort of ward or a bodyguard of some type. They would have to be somebody adept in a craft such as witchcraft in order to be that guardian. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, in order to be that bodyguard. Essentially making sure that that entity never gets...
0: I up. Yeah, I know. I guess I have a lot of questions because this, this is part of a world that I actually don't... Like binding and these other things. I don't really know a lot about it. And I feel like I just have lot of questions after this episode thanks for having me on the show
3: i'm gonna head out let you end the show okay and i will i think be invited maybe to one more episode at least i think i'll see you at least one more time before the end of the week
0: right okay All right. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today for our Paranormal React video. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have any questions or comments, put them in the comment section. We can always circle back to them. Give it a like and a subscribe. And be sure to join us for tomorrow's episode for our Halloween series where I'm going to be sharing a few of my true ghost stories with you. So things that I've actually dealt with or experienced and we'll do a little campfire with it. All right, take care. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining. If you like more psychic or bra related content, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell and then you won't miss any episodes.